It completely slipped my mind. It's all I'm good. so sorry. I didn't mean to hit the call button. I was like clicking your name and like I was like, oh, it'll pull up like a chat and then like it just called. And no, I was it's like, oh. it's fine. I just completely forgot. <laughs> it's all good. Um, all right. Um, so I just started recording. Um, cool. So Lady Gaga. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. What did you think? Um, I thought it was okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I liked it, and I liked her yeah. as a person, I guess, based on that. As, you know, yeah. like, amazed by it as a lot of people were. The hype was really high. I feel like I was... Uh, I feel like there were a lot of moments that I was just kind of bored during it. It had, like, moments that were, like, compelling and interesting, but in general, it was just sort of, like, it, it was, like, this is fine. It, yeah, like, I, I felt bad that I was kind of bored during it, because I was, like, that I shouldn't be. Like, this is, like, I felt guilty, you know? Well, I think the big thing that kind of, like, got me about it was it didn't really have a reason to exist. I guess not. Like, um, you know, what I kind of ended up thinking about was the last, like, music documentary I watched, I think was probably about a year ago, a little over a year ago, um, a band called, um, do you know the band Modern Baseball? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I've um, never heard of them. <laughs> they're cool, sort of like indie rock, like pop punk, emo sort of band. Um, and like, you know, they put out three albums. They're actually about to go on hiatus and I'm very sad. But um, they put out a music documentary last spring and it's only, I think, about like 20 minutes um, which makes sense cause they're not a massive band and, you know, they haven't been around mm-hmm. for too long. Um, but they put out a documentary last year, right before they put out their third album. And it was interesting cause they kind of talked about the songwriting process and things like that, but like what, and like their formation and things like that. But what was most sort of compelling about that album was, um, one of their lead singers had attempted suicide, you know, right before they started recording that album. Oh. So, like, you know, they ended up talking about that a lot in the documentary, and, you know, it was really kind of, like, emotional and, like, you know, it had been talked about in, like, every interview or, like, you know, the band had spoken about it on social media before, um, you know, the documentary came out. So when they kind of put that in there, it became a really sort of compelling take on, you know, the band as opposed to them just sort of being like some whatever pop punk band to being a like really sort of large advocate for mental health in the pop punk community. Um, and that's, that's good. Yeah. And it was emotional and heavy hitting. And like, you kind of knew that that was where it was going to go. And like, there wasn't really this, the Lady Gaga documentary didn't have anything like that in it. Yeah. there. No, I get that. Cause there wasn't like, one common thread it was just kind of stuff happening and like some of the stuff was interesting and like when she goes to uh visit her what was it her grandparents um and talk about the writing of that song and like that's great but like that was just kind of part of it and then she was just it's there wasn't like one like with the documentary you were talking about it sounds like there was one thread of a story that carried through the entire thing yeah or, like not not story, but like theme. Yeah. Like it, like there was a driving force behind it. There was a moment that it. you kind of know you're waiting for. Yeah, 
And this didn't have that so much. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just kind of like this one was just kind of a collection of stuff happening. Right. And it wasn't, uh, you know, I kind of miss Behind the Music a little bit. Did you ever watch Behind the Music? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like, you know. while, but yeah. It's one of those things that like, she, there wasn't anything totally different about this like album either you know I kept saying like you know I kind of wish like she really like lost someone like close I don't wish but you know if she had lost someone (laughs) close to her or like you know if she like overcame like addiction or something like that it would be a much more you know there'd be much more reason to make a doc about this sort of this album but and that's why that's why I felt so guilty, like not being that into it, because yeah. I was like, her life isn't sad enough for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is this is like fine, like she's doing fine. But at the, but you know, like there's still um, it has something moments. there about yeah. like the girl who died and uh, her chronic illness. I forgot what it was exactly, but um, yeah, there wasn't like one driving thing. I thought like. It, it had moments that were interesting. Like the one that kind of like touched on me the closest was probably there's a moment when she's like crying, um, about her fiance leaving her. Yeah. And like, you know, she kind of rants about how like she like, you know, how this happens to her a lot and it's like a product of fame. (laughs) Sorry, my room. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I think like the best parts of it were when it was she was just being herself and kind of talking at no one. Like, and that was I lost you. Sorry. Oh, oh there you are. So, yeah. Um, the, the. Uh, I think the most compelling moments were just her being herself and like talking about nothing in particular. Like when she was talking about Madonna, and yeah, the Madonna moment, was she, the first moment that was just like a stream of consciousness, oh, yeah. and I loved it because like she. I don't think she planned on saying any of that. Right, <laughs> and there was like Madonna. real like feeling behind it, and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Like I respect her. I do. Yeah. Like I I knew very little about her as a person before right. this. And I want to hang out with her. <laughs> I want her to be my friend. Um, I th- I don't know if I want to hang out with Gaia. Um, was- <laughs> like, I would feel intimidated. But I, <laughs> I like her. intimidated, but I also, like... When I was in school for two years, I lived with a drag queen that was a massive Lady Gaga fan. And, like, of course. now whenever I hear Lady Gaga, I just get, like, flashbacks to, like, <laughs> hearing, I, hearing like, yeah, Gaga blaring like while he's putting on makeup in the bathroom and, like, just kind of being like, I just want to take a shower and, like, listen to death metal. <laughs> <laughs> so, you just, so you just associate her with that time? Exactly. Even, like, when Joanne came out, I was kind of like, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to... And I really enjoyed Joanne. Um, um, Yeah. I wrote a really, like, positive review of it, and I said, like, you know, it's probably my favorite Gaga album since um, The Fame Monster. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But I just having to hear Lady Gaga, like, every Friday night, and it was always, like, the same six songs. And it kind of sounds like part of the documentary was her also being sick of it, like yeah. sick of her, her same six songs. Right. Um, and that was, that was one of the more interesting moments too, just because like she talked, she had a moment where she talked about how she didn't want to do something like ridiculous when she was appearing to promote it. She didn't want that. She didn't want to do something right. ridiculous. To, yeah. And I, I also just, I always love, in any context, like, people, famous people talking about how they didn't like their work. Like, I don't know why, but I, I love that. I'm like, yes! Like, even if I don't agree with them, because I do like <laughs> <That's>, 2009 Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting, because, like, 
for me, it always kind of makes me sad when I hear like artists I like, uh, like at least like musicians just saying like, yeah, I hate playing like, you know, I always think of um, Janie Lane from Warrant and the song Cherry Pie. He hated that. He didn't. And oh my like, god! Like, uh, there's a pretty good clip. You could probably find it on YouTube where he talks about writing Cherry Pie, and like, it just ends with him saying, "Like, I would shoot myself in the fucking head for writing that song." And See, I get that. That's kind of sad to hear, but at the that it's sad to hear when like some song or movie or piece of work that I really like that isn't loved by the creator. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> I can really. <laughs> yeah, it's like when uh, I always kind of get it when I like go through like poetry I wrote when I was thirteen, and I'm just kind of oh my like, god. god if I, I had... did that recently. Oh god, I, I was like, like cleaning out my stuff and I found journals I wrote when I was thirteen and I in the garbage. I couldn't. <laughs> did you read them? I couldn't finish it. They were terrible. <laughs> I was like, I'm, if you knew me when I was thirteen, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I hate uh, I like I got to the point where I find it and I'm like ah oh, my poetry I wrote when I was 13 I'm not reading this <laughs> like all oh I have to God. do is like look at the cover and I see like keep out in like block letters and I'm like all right I'm embarrassed enough <laughs> <laughs> oh I totally did stuff like that too <laughs> that's how it is I don't think Gaga is totally uh, uh, maybe she is we kind of talked about this at the tail end last week. I don't think I recorded it, but where like, you know, when she, I saw her live and she still goes out and she still does like all her hits and like, you know, it's not, maybe it is like a Janie Lane warrant sort of situation. Although like, I remember reading about like someone went to see Janie Lane, like in like the late nineties long after, like, Cherry Pie had come out. And, like, he said, like, he started the show by saying, like, hi, guys, I have, like, an hour of stuff that I want to play for you. And then I'll, I promise I'll do the two songs you want to hear, but you have to listen to me play all my new stuff for, like, an hour first. And, oh. Like, yeah. And I actually saw Bowling for Soup a few months ago, and they kind of did the same thing where... A few months ago? Yeah. Um, Not, like, 2005? No. <laughs> They're still doing things? I did... I I only saw the first five songs, because I was doing two shows in one night. Um, oh. But, like... One, don't go see Bowling for Soup Live. They weren't very good. Um, I, I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> uh, they sounded good, but they joke too much on stage. Um, but, like... I think maybe it was right before I left. He was the lead singer was talking about. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know, just so um, you guys know, a lot of you probably really enjoyed our stuff like ten years ago, and everyone cheers, and then you know someone screams 1985, and he goes, and for the guy that just screamed 1985 in the back, I promise you're gonna hear it, but you're gonna have to wait like another hour." And, like, it's one of those things where, like, I like a lot of Bowling for Soup songs, and, like, I saw five that I really enjoy that weren't 1985. But at the mm -hmm. same time, like, it, that is the reason why everyone that was at that show was going to see them. And I, the, so I actually, a few years ago, um, me and my friends went to see the Backstreet Boys because oh, it was so, yeah, like recently, like just a few years ago. And because they like put out a random new reunion right. album and we were like, why is, what, what are you doing? But it was really funny. And we went and they were just doing all their new songs and we got really frustrated <laughs> and we had to leave early because we had to catch a train, but we were, they were like in the middle of like the one song everyone wanted to hear. And we were like, damn it. Like that's the only reason we came here. Was that when they toured with uh, new kids on the block? They toured with Jesse McCartney who opened oh, okay. for them, who also only has one song that right. people care about. Like everyone who was there, no one there like cares about their new album. Like <laughs> their backstreet. Like I, none of us were there for the new album. It was all like, 
women in their late 20s who just wanted to hear <laughs> That's the That's like when people go see, uh, what's his name, Aaron Carter, because he tours, like, a lot, and, like... He does? Still? Yeah. Um, I've almost seen oh, Aaron Carter a lot of times. Um, really? Yeah. But, it's like, so I can only imagine, like, he still puts out music every now and then, but I'm like, all I want to hear is Aaron's party, like, for an hour. <laughs> it's, um, it holds up. The flip side of that point is I think Smash Mouth plays um, All-Star three times during their set. I <laughs> Smash Mouth like recently became my like go-to uh, playlist song <laughs> when I'm at a party and people get mad at me. But it's, it's just that's also that's like the only Smash Mouth thing that I'm invested in. Is All-Star. Like, Yes. <laughs> like, what else have they... I mean, they've done other stuff, but, like, nothing that I'm... They got bread particularly... thrown at them. Um, what? They got bread thrown at them. <laughs> bread? Yeah. Did yeah. You, bread? There was a clip maybe, like, a year ago. They were playing, like, some festival, and, like, I guess a tent was giving out, like, loaves of bread for free. And people started tossing bread at... That's so Smash random. Mouth, and the lead singer, like... I think he tried to fight someone in the audience and, like, the band's trying to play All-Star. And it's a fun... That's the cl- saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> You're just trying to play All-Star and people throwing bread at you. Um, yeah. Smash Mouth, they're, they're like, an enigma. <laughs> I love them. They are. Um, the, my favorite is the new, like, if you play uh, Smash Mouth by All-Star over Closer by the Chainsmokers, it fits really really well i haven't listened to that i'll check it out right damn (laughs) (laughs) the documentary um one moment i was really sad that didn't get spoken about which it might have come before like the album was even in production was uh no one talked about her oscar performance no yeah that's a good point i thought that would get brought up yeah and I thought that was like more you know I thought that was a little bit more compelling than her Super Bowl performance and like I thought that was incredible and you know it is something you know I don't know for certain but I think Lady Gaga is a survivor of sexual assault or yeah I think I I think I heard that somewhere something it like lies within you know something along those lines and like that could be something compelling that i'm sure a lot of fans would like to hear her speak on which you know she doesn't have to but like even talking about like the production and like you know a lot of like moments were sort of like fly on the wall sort of like watching her talk with like producers and things and you yeah know, I'm sure there would have been much more, like, there would have been a lot more things that kind of, like, drew me in as a viewer for that. Yeah. No, I get that, because it was a lot of it, she didn't really delve, I guess. Like, it was was just a lot of, um, you know, her talking, and that's fine. Like, I like that, yeah. but it was just not as compelling as it could have been. Yeah. And, like, you know, even, like, even, like, the moment you said before with, like, her grandparents, it's one of those things that, like, you know, that's really interesting, but I would like to hear, like, what she had to say, like, after that. You know, like, what does she think? Yeah. Thinking, like, as she leaves her grandparents' house, like, after playing the song for them, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, there weren't really, like, sit-down, like, moments where, like, she's interviewing, where, like, she's being interviewed. Yeah. There could have been talking heads. (laughs) That would have been, you know, like, something to get more into it. And that might have been just part of, that might have been, like, an artistic decision just to kind of say, like, we don't want to do, like, a talking head documentary, you know? Yeah, and she doesn't seem like the type to do that. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think. I also kind of wish she had spoken a little bit about her tour that I think she's on right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they... <laughs> I'm not sure why so much was spent on uh, the Super Bowl performance. Because yeah. I feel like that didn't really... It wasn't terribly impactful. Like, right. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Don't right. get me wrong. Cool. But, but I didn't think it was, like, that important to her. Yeah. Like, it was like... she. I think most of it, she was like, oh, it's cool that we're performing at the Super Bowl. And it is. Right. But, like... Yeah, I thought, like, it looked... uh, I do think it was impactful for her, but it wasn't like she had, like, one of the greatest Super Bowl performances of all time. Like, I remember, like, when, like, Beyonce had hers, like, that was one that I felt like everyone was talking about for, like, forever afterwards. Or, like, when, like, Prince had his Super Bowl performance... And, like, you know, I think kind of the general consensus with Gaga was, like, ah, it's cool. It's also, like, kind of exactly what you think she would yeah. do. Like, exactly the way she would enter, like, on the yeah. the wire from the ceiling. <laughs> like, and, and she also, like, spent a lot of time talking about how, like, that wasn't really her... And, like, she want, was interested in doing more stripped-down stuff. And then it ended with, like, this big campy... I mean, I loved it. I loved right. uh, camp. and uh, <laughs> But it kind of seemed contradictory to, like, the rest of what she was saying. Yeah. Just... Yeah. And, like... I don't... It was... It just kind of seemed like a weird sort of, like, climax to end the movie at, too. Yeah, just like, it was it was anticlimactic. I wasn't like that invested in that performance. Yeah, and yeah. like it was just one of those things that, like, watching it, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, like, what's she gonna talk about, like, after the Super Bowl, or is she gonna like go into like the tour, or, and then I'm like, oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of it ended very abruptly. Yeah, and like, like especially for such a slow movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I don't. It, think it was like like you had said it just wasn't like building up to that like yeah like maybe they should have like opened with like a clip of like someone like negotiating the super bowl deal and then it would have like yeah felt like a resolution i did really like the opening shot though I <laughs> like what the opening shot is to be i sure. think it was I think it was, like, for the rehearsal for the Super Bowl, her being, like, I'm pretty sure it was the opening shot, if not, like, the one of the first shots of her, like, slowly being, like, lifted in the wires, and you just see her feet leave the floor, and they're playing this, like, dramatic, like, operatic music in the background, and it's, like, kind of comical, but it was... Kind of cool. I'm gonna, like, watch the first five minutes again, because I thought the first... Maybe I just, like, spaced out. And, like, the first, like, five minutes, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, she's, like, uh, I I thought the first shot was, like, her, like, in her kitchen. Oh, was it? I might be mixing. I, I don't remember the first shot, but, like, one of the first shots. <laughs> I remember if it was exactly the first shot, but I think it was, like, one of the first shots. It, it, and then, like, she was in the kitchen after. It could have been. I've. You know, I don't no know. idea. Um, yeah, how dare you not memorize it? <laughs> I don't remember the Lady Gaga movie. You don't have a photographic memory? <laughs> I should have. It's funny. I went out last night and, like, right at the beginning of the night, a friend of mine was like, oh, I just started the Lady Gaga documentary. And I'm like, oh, I watched it. It's not great. <laughs> but. My. That's how I how I started watching, getting interested in it was I heard it as background noise uh, from, from my roommate. Um, you just walk back. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was just kind of interested cause I heard like sound bites. Were there any things you heard before you watched it that you thought like that, like kind of drew you in and made you want to watch it? Yeah. I think the scene that I remember was where she's like talking. She's, I think she's like sitting next to a car and talking about uh like what fame did to 
Amy Winehouse. Right. Or I don't know if she says Amy Winehouse, but she heavily implies Amy Winehouse. That, um, and I was, I was kind of, right? Like, she was probably, I think, yeah. like, she was about to say someone's name, and she was like, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, but that intrigued me, because I'm, Amy Winehouse also, like, fascinates me just as a person and as an artist. Jeez. And I, I think I was, like, interested in kind of hearing that. She's someone I feel not that I thought it was about that. What about it? Oh, I feel like Amy Winehouse is someone that I should look more into because whenever I like listen to those two albums she put out, I really enjoy them. And like, you know, I've always kind of been intrigued by the Twenty Seven Club. Um, yeah, just like because like I used to, I used to like worship Jim Morrison and like still love like Kurt Cobain and Nirvana and stuff. You know, they're all great artists, but yeah, you know, she's like a really recent example. And like, I don't think that it's an, she's an interesting case just because you don't really hear about someone like uh, you don't hear about something like that happening anymore. I feel. No, I mean, I guess, like, I guess we do, but, like, it's it's just, she was kind of relegated to that more than anything else. Right. Like, I think for, there were, in the last few years of her life, she was just, she was barely talked about as a jazz singer. Right. Uh, she was just, like, some, just another, like, mess. Right. Which is sad, yeah. I think. And even though she is, like, a great artist, yeah, that was kind of what I yeah, that is what I kind of associated her with, I guess. And, like, I guess since I wasn't around in, like, the 60s and early 70s, I couldn't think about what someone like Jimi Hendrix or Jim Morrison or Janis Joplin were like. But Kurt Cobain is, like, a weird sort of outlier in that, in that he he killed himself where yeah. everyone else was, like, drug and alcohol-related. Um and, you know, just hearing that someone died young, you don't real, you know, I can't imagine, like, Justin Bieber or Lady Gaga, like, hearing about yeah. them dying in, like, you know, the next five years, but it kind of... But it's, it's absolutely, well, the reason, I think the reason it's 27 is because that's just the, I guess, the prime of when you're, like doing whatever you yeah. want and living these like high stress and drug fueled lifestyles right. when you're a successful musician. I guess like that's the, that's around the age when you peak and yeah. then it falls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Is Justin Bieber is like 24, right? He's, he's uh, our age, oh, okay. I believe. So, Which is kind of funny. <laughs> could happen. It could He's still happen. Twenty three, probably. Yeah, I mean, well, I thought if it was going to happen for him, it would have happened in like twenty fifteen. Yeah. That was a bad year for him. Yeah. He he seems to have recovered. <laughs> and now he just texts Marilyn Manson. Oh my god! The I for, I forgot that like he didn't he like uh, say Anne Frank would have been a believer, and yeah. then he like. <laughs> He released a song called "Sorry," and we forgave him, <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> we we kind of did. I feel like we every review did. I read of that kind of said, "Like he's not really sorry." <laughs> yeah, but who cares? It's, it's so it's a fun song. It is. Um, and then he canceled all his tour dates, and <laughs> he did a lot of he he did a lot of shit. For still kinda, him, yeah. but he seemed to have. Picked himself up. And he sold know. those t-shirts with Marilyn Manson's face on it. What? Really? He had, so, I think it was a t-shirt from 1998. I used to be a big Manson fan. Um, <laughs> and um, it's just a picture of Manson's face, and it says Marilyn Manson on the front, and then on the back it says, Bigger Than Satan. And then Bieber just plastered Bieber underneath and sold it. Oh my god! Like a hundred bucks, um, but Manson talked about it on his recent press tour, um, where he said, "Like, uh, you know, 
Bieber was just kind of like really disrespectful to me and like he came up to me and said I made you relevant again and I thought that's a bad move to say to me and like he said like Bieber ended up texting him after that interview came out and was like, Hey bro, you know, I thought we had like a really nice thing. I thought we like got along, you know, I didn't, I don't hope you don't think I was being disrespectful. And he said like, I texted him back and I said, uh, I didn't say you were an asshole. Um, the media said you were an asshole and I kind of agreed. Um, (laughs) I told them you were just being you. Oh my God. Like, the inter- that's really funny yeah. the interviewer was kind of like so you did kind of call him an asshole he's like i i gave him the choice to interpret that um, oh my god well that's a very good response yeah. i think although now i'm i'm mad at marilyn manson now but he'll be okay yeah i hope and i think my old obsession with manson is why i like lady gaga or why I got into Gaga. How so? Is like like what is the really So we were like 13 when Gaga started getting famous, right? Like Oh, really? I thought it was later than that. Oh, no, I think you're right. Like, you know, like just no, Yeah, you're probably right cuz it was like 2008. If I didn't like if I did hear her songs and enjoyed her songs, if I did hear her songs, I didn't really particularly care for them. And then, like, you hear, uh, you know, they didn't, like, stand out to me because I was, like, a metal kid. I, like, would rather yeah. be listening to, like, Marilyn Manson and, then, like, Metallica. And, like, since I was a big Manson fan, like, I liked, like, theatrical, like, heavy, like, dramatic stuff and, like, stuff that was kind of, like, gory or, like, you know dark or like evil seeming and um then she performed at i think the 2009 vmas when she did paparazzi Mm -hmm. that's the performance where like she started bleeding midway through the song and like was really kind of over the top and like really kind of like emotional during it um and like seeing her sort of like go through that where it was sort of like a macabre performance you know for like MTV and coming from a pop artist I was like oh she's cool (laughs) Um, yeah she's I mean she's not metal but it's a provocateur (laughs) like she she does and I never really saw her as like it being gimmicky so much because like that was like a big criticism against her for a while but I never really saw it that way I just saw it as artistic choice (laughs) I think I kind of saw it as gimmicky, but the same way that someone like Marilyn Manson is gimmicky, you know, his thing is like, I'm the Antichrist, and like, you know, you end up watching Lady Gaga, not so much anymore, but back then you'd be like, oh, she's going to do something crazy, she's going to wear a meat dress, and like, I think that kind of distracted from her music, where now I think she's hyper-focused on the music and just kind of, like, the sound of everything. hmm Where, like, yeah. you know, she's not doing, like, these wild videos that are, like, weird or, like, you know, she was still doing characters when, um, was Born This Way, the one with you and I, where she had, um, Joe Calderon at the VMAs. I don't remember. <laughs> it was Born This Way? I don't remember if it's on that album, but mm-hmm. I, like, uh, I remember, like, she was still kind of doing stuff that was, like, it kind of seemed like she was trying to shock. Yeah, I get that, but I, I think that that's probably true of like any performer yeah. is not, not necessarily that they're trying to shock, but they're trying to like create an image. Right. And that was her image was just being offbeat, I guess, yeah. or like kind of weird. Yeah. And now I feel like she's more like a sort of traditional pop star. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that it's interesting. And I think that like, she's definitely done a lot to sort of 
give her sort of credit with like more of like you know she's she's collaborated with Marilyn Manson or like you know she like kind of does everything to sort of like you know she's done like the crazy out there stuff you know she had the album with Tony Bennett um yeah and like you know she's definitely done a lot of things to give her like credit in different scenes and I think that's why she's kind of become this sort of like massive pop star yeah because she can kind of chameleon her way into like different images and different sounds yeah I I guess that just makes her really like a well-rounded as a more so than some others they have yeah that are popular right now but yeah it's interesting how like i I think that was like the point of the documentary i guess as a whole is to show like her uh evolution into like a different yeah uh more acoustic and like i guess down to earth sound yeah one of the things i think that could have been interesting to throw in the documentary too um although I don't really know what her schedule looks like, um, is if she talked about kind of working on American Horror Story, too. Yeah, well, she did a little bit, oh. but I guess that was... But that was, like, I mean, in the documentary, she they showed her, like, filming it and getting frustrated, but she oh. didn't really talk about her experience on it. It was just, Maybe like, there was... That. Yeah, there was a point where she was, like, filming, and she was like, oh... I'm tired of what I'm doing. But, like, that was it. She didn't uh, really... But, uh, maybe that was a moment <laughs> I, like, spaced out in, just because, like, I was kind of surprised afterward. I didn't think about it in the moment, but then afterwards I was kind of like, hey, she did that American Horror Story thing. Wouldn't that be a thing that maybe she should, like, expand on? Yeah, that, that uh, American Horror Story is a sh- it's also like you a mess, like just a mess image wise. <laughs> I've Hello? never really watched it, admittedly. It's it's very watchable. I wouldn't call it great. <laughs> it's just it's just really messy as a show. And I think that it kind of fit that they asked her to be in it because she's also kind of like all over the place right. and is like finding di- and American Horror Story like this. The plot and the characters are different every season. Like, they're constantly changing uh, what they're doing. And, like, I guess that it kind of fits that they got, of all the pop stars to get in their show. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of curious if she's going to kind of, like, make a more, like, uh, what's it called? Like, if she's going to dive into more acting, because it kind of seemed like she was maybe kind of taking a little bit of, like, a Justin Timberlake route, where, like, maybe she was going to, like, kind of take a long break from music and, like, kind of do acting. I'd be interested in seeing that. That would that would be... Although I don't know what... That would probably be, like, a more interest. I think that would be, like, a more interesting documentary to just kind of, like see Gaga go on auditions and, like, get a role yeah. in, like, a Tarantino movie. Oh, my God. I would watch the hell out of that. <laughs> Her in a Tarantino movie. And then she could sing in a Tarantino movie, too. Do everything. A Tarantino musical? Oh, man. Can this happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all I've ever dreamed <laughs> Everything I need in my life. They all kind of are musicals in a sort of sense, just in how music sort of plays into them. Yeah, I guess so. But not, not like, no, I want a a Tarantino movie where there's like dancing on the street. (laughs) That's what I want. I feel like that's something that you could probably find some company that did like a production of like Pulp Fiction, but as a musical. Any anything can be a musical if you if you really want it to be, I guess. Uh, I I think I kind of want to see a pulp fiction. Pulp fiction would be a fun musical. It would. <laughs> I would watch that. Oh my god! I'm just like imagine. 
It already has John Travolta. Yeah, he could. He's done. That was like the beginning of his career. Did you say that? Sorry. Did you say that was the beginning of his career? Greece. Sorry. (laughs) No hairspray. (laughs) John Travolta really came into his own as an actor on hairspray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. (laughs) Underrated movie, in my opinion. I've actually never seen hairspray. The one from 2007? I, I've never seen any iteration of it. Um, How dare you? <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> I'm going to blame my ex-girlfriend on that. Oh, she wasn't a fan? No, she loved Hairspray. And, like, oh, I think any time... Okay. She it, was, like, a theater, you know, like, avid theater kid. And I think she had, like, four different audition songs that were from Hairspray. And... It was just one of those things. That okay, I, I can see how that could be a thing. But, <laughs> yeah. good movie. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it. Volta and Walken, and, and he's in drag, and it's amazing. Wait, Christopher, Christopher Walken. There's, Christopher Walken plays the dad, and John Travolta in drag plays the mom, and they sing and dance together. And I don't know how this isn't everyone's favorite movie. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our next episode, just so that I can finally watch Hairspray. There's, there's so much to unpack with that movie. Uh, uh, oh, man. I'm just thinking. Of, I'm just, like, getting flashbacks to, like, having to hear, like... I can't even remember the songs. I think It Takes Two was one that she used to sing a lot. Oh, that's like the least interesting song in the movie. She like loves it. There's so many other good ones. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Lots of flashbacks. Um, okay. Gaga, did you have right. anything else you wanted to touch on on the documentary? Um. Oh, I. This is like random, but I really like the title, the Gaga Five Foot Two. I thought that was really funny that they called it that because she's—is that really how tall she is? It must. Is she five foot two? Because gonna... I, I think because I always think of celebrities as being like three feet taller than me because I think of them as like on a pedestal, but she's so tiny. Like, I think that that makes a difference. Like, so I've Googled, like, how tall is this celebrity? And they're always really a Google lot smaller than I think they are. One. What? Google says she's five foot one, actually. It's a lie. They, they <laughs> lied in the title. But it's funny because they also gave me Ariana Grande, who's only five foot, Shakira, who's, who is five foot two, and then Taylor Swift, who's five eleven. Oh, Taylor Swift is as tall as I would think she is. (laughs) Taylor Swift is, like, the same height as me. That's weird. That's funny. Because I always think of celebrities as being much taller than me because they're famous. (laughs) And they always angle the camera so they don't look too small. I feel like you end up, like, thinking that. But, like, I feel like a lot of times I've, like, run into celebrities. Or not run into, but, like, have gotten to meet celebrities. They're usually, like short like um i remember once i was at a broadway show that paula abdul was at and like she oh she's like notoriously tiny i didn't know that though and like i saw her like in the hall and like you know she was surrounded by bodyguards but i'm like oh she's small yeah or like um Billy, she's she's a small person. Yeah, or like um Billy Joe from Green Day is like not tall. He's like That's it's just funny that like we think of th- that they're all so much smaller than you think they are and I, I think it's kind of funny that they like made that the title of her yeah. documentary. <laughs> just how just tall she is. Attention to it. Hmm? Just kind of like brings attention to it. Yeah. Well, you also end up thinking, like, someone like Lady Gaga is, like, almost always in a pair of high heels, too. So That's like, true. You know, that'll give her 
what, like, four to six inches, or, like, I'm imagining, like, the bad romance shoes that probably gave her, like, a foot. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I've never, I, until this documentary, I didn't really see her in, like, flip-flops. That's true. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really think about the title of the documentary at all. Did they talk about it? Anyway? I just... No, I don't think they did. I don't think they ever talked about it. I, that's why it's so, like, it's just so random, just the how tall she is. Like, Taylor Swift, 1989. Yeah. Like, just, just say, like, a fact about this person. <laughs> it is more interesting <laughs> of a title than if, like, they called it, like, Million Reasons or... Um, yeah, that would be kind of cliche. Yeah. Or, you know, just calling it any of her, like, song titles, which would have been, like, the easy thing to do. Where, um... Did you watch the Taylor Swift documentary that came out, like, a year ago? No. Um... But now I should. (laughs) It's... I think that one's just called, like, 1989 World Tour. And, like, it's, like, part... It's very different from this in that it's part concert movie, part documentary, um, and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's one that, I think that might have been more kind of what I wanted from this in general, but the title was... More like a concert movie? Kind of, just because, like, with that, what happened was, like she would do like a song or two songs and then it would like cut to a clip of her talking about something from her tour or like the making of the album. So like, you know, it did, you know, she had like the movie starts and it's like welcome to New York or whatever she opened her tour with. And then after that song, it shows like her in like a rehearsal studio with like, a talking head of her, you know, just kind of like, kind of saying like what 1989, like what her thought process was in like making the album. Yeah. I guess that's like a little more standard. Yeah. And like it, yeah. And maybe this was more interesting. Cause I haven't thought about the Taylor Swift documentary until it came uh, until just now when thinking about the title (laughs) but like was it it didn't impact you that much yeah but like you know I sat down and I watched like it's like two hours long and I remember watching all of it and I actually think there were moments that I like skipped through the concert parts just because I was like oh I don't really need to like you know I don't like this song or I don't care about this song like I don't want Mm -hmm. to see this but I was interested to hear, like, what it was like when she was, like, calling up all the celebrities that came and watched her. Or came and, like, performed with her on that tour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds interesting. It's it's worth the watch. If if you liked 1989, it's worth the watch. I, I didn't. I'm, I'm, like, not a huge fan of hers um, uh, at all. I... I feel like now more so a lot of people really aren't. Um, yeah, she, <laughs> that's that's a whole other, that's another podcast. <laughs> There's a lot to unload with that. But I there was a period of time where um, me and my roommate, like we seek out a lot of bad movies for right. fun and watch them and get drunk. And we had a period of time where we were watching a lot of bad pop star documentaries <laughs> and like bad ones like we watched i think like an one from 2007 for like the jonas brothers uh an old one for katie perry (laughs) like the katie perry one was probably the best but those were a lot those were more just like song talk a little bit song do do some goofy thing another song (laughs) and that's it um have you ever heard of Melissa Lefton? I think that's her name. No. Okay. Um, she has one of the more interesting pop star documentaries in that it's... I'm just going to confirm that it's the right person. Um, 
I just want to make sure I know the name. Um, uh, okay, yes. Melissa Lefton. Um, she was kind of a pop star in the early 2000s, and her documentary is all satirical. And, like, she was kind of billed a little bit as, like, sort of like a Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears sort of person that, like, she was, like, I think she was probably a lot older than, like, Britney Spears was at the time, but, like, that was her time period. And, like, she was sort of, like, you know everything that she was kind of releasing like Britney Spears styled like bubblegum pop, but it was also like really sort of like dark and weird. Like she has a song about having a sugar daddy, but she, and she, and her documentary is more like, she satirical? like, it, it's like, I forget what she talks about in it. I only watched it like once, but like, she'll like kind of like, she, like, created this whole, like, narrative for herself. And, like, it was sort of, like, really kind of, like, a dark thing. And I think the documentary ends with her dying, <laughs> um, even though she's still alive and well, or, like, you know, it ends That's with, like, so weird. her in rehab. But I'm very interested in this. <laughs> but, like, she's just... really interesting just because she never released her album and, like, the only things that I think were ever, like, officially released by her were um, a song for the Princess Diaries soundtrack and a song for Jimmy Neutron. So, like, very kind of... <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, like, not, like... Those were, like, really, like, appropriate songs, but then, like, she has, like... Everything else that was, like, supposed to be on her album was really, like, dark and, like you know, satirical of pop music, but, like, songs about, like, sugar daddies and, like, cringy, but, like, intentionally so. So. That's, that's, what's her name? I'm gonna, like, watch this. Um. Lefton? Lefton. Uh, L-E-F-T-O-N. Okay, I'm gonna look it up, because I'm, I'm very fascinated by, like, self-aware satirical yeah. <laughs> I've thought about it. trying to um get in touch with her to try to like interview her but I haven't been able be to find any contact information oh and she had a song in one of the Pokemon movies like, <laughs> her resume is, is uh, top notch yeah <laughs> but uh, I just pulled up on her Wikipedia page the documentary was supposed to be like a mockumentary but Okay. It, you know, it's fun. What, so Jonas Brothers and Katy Perry, you said, were some of the more fun, cringy pop stars. It was, they were very cringy. Well, the Katy Perry one, like, tried to insert some, like, emotional nuance. Like, there were, there were some, I mean, you know, it was all fake and, like, ridiculous. But, like, they were, they tried to talk about real things. The Jonas Brothers one was all garbage. Like, a <laughs> all of it every second of it and it was so funny i'm kind of curious um like one direction had a documentary come out and like that was another one we saw (laughs) i watched um what's his name brad jones's review of that and like oh i never saw that but i saw the documentary it's like one of those things that he said i guess there's like a scene where they're in the woods and they're like do you think we'll be friends forever and it's like I re- it's so corny I feel <laughs> like, like I should watch it now just since none of them are since One Direction doesn't exist now it's funnier in hindsight I guess <laughs> uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll like take a day and go back and watch like all the like the Jonas Brothers or One Direction I can only imagine oh. like Sync and the Backstreet Boys probably had their versions for sure they did. Um, but I wouldn't watch them all in one day. I don't think I have the patience for that. But if you can do it, <laughs> like, go right ahead. Sometimes, I feel like it would be kind of like going down like a rabbit hole of like like watching like BuzzFeed videos. <laughs> like oh, at yeah. a certain point, it's just like mind-numbing. And 
it's like white noise after a while. Um, here, here was something I wanted to touch on. Do you think that, um, kind of thinking about like the, like the Jonas Brothers and the One Direction documentaries, those were all released to theaters. Um, yeah. Where this was like a Netflix exclusive, um, which kind of is sort of the way that it seems like things are sort of leaning. Um, yeah. Where do you think that this would have been successful if they did some sort of theatrical run? No, I think now it would not have been if they, they had done this like in 2009 or 10, maybe. But um, the reason that like boy bands get theatrical releases for stuff like that is because pe- kids are going to buy tickets. And I don't know if I don't know if I mean, she for sure people would buy tickets for this. Like she definitely has like a huge fan base. But I don't know if 2017 is the year more people are going to do that. Yeah. That's fair. I don't. There were um, a lot of kids at I, the got, Lady Gaga show. What? I was at. There were what? There were Sorry, a lot of that. kids at the Lady Gaga show. I was at. Yeah. I guess the other. Yeah, thing too, I guess like I mean, she definitely draws huge crowds. It's just I don't know if like as many people would spend money this year on a theatrical release for her specifically because she's been kind of in and out for the past few years. And the Jonas Brothers were, like, peak 2007. (laughs) And she, yeah, she's not, she's still an A-list pop star, but she's not, she doesn't have the same hits that she did back then. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's it's not that she's not a rat, it's that she's just, she's just doing different things. She's not, like, an immediate, uh crowd drawer like they were for a blip of a few years I guess or one year I guess also the differences too is like I haven't seen them so you probably have to confirm but the Jonas Brothers and like the One Direction documentaries are like part concert film right yeah yeah they are maybe I think there is like a sort of like fun aspect to like watching that in a theater too, probably. Yeah, I've never, yes, that's true. Yeah. I've never watched I've it. never seen one in a theater. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. I don't know what that would be like. I don't know. I'm, what, for Gaga? For, like, any, like, watching a concert film in a theater. Because um, I okay. see them, like, advertised, like, locally a couple theaters will say, like, oh, we're screening, uh, like, the new Pearl Jam concert movie, and I'm like, oh, I don't really care about Pearl Jam, and yeah. I don't know if I'd even see them live. <laughs> but, you know, they, like, push hard, and, like, I kind of wonder if, like, going to, like, a concert movie in a theater, if it's supposed to sort of simulate being at a concert. I guess that's the idea. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I, I've never really wanted to like seek that experience yeah. out. <laughs> like that never like drew me so much, but I guess they, there's an audience for that. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on, on the Gaga? I don't think, I think we covered a lot. Yeah. Think, Was there anything else you wanted to add? I don't think so. Um, I wish her concerts were in indoor venues instead of outdoor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fair. That's the big one. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that I would have enjoyed the Lady Gaga concert a lot more if I wasn't far off to the side and like watching. The that yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's just in general as a rule. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was fun. It was a fun watch. You know, it was. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess how bad could it be, you know? Exactly. It sounds yeah. fun, at least.